Well, thank you so much to all of those, all of you who have helped with the service for our special music from our conference evangelist, Rich Rubietta, today. Um, our liturgist was Chris Shockey. Uh, Sarah Wilhelms, who offered our children's time today. Uh, Sarah is one of our previous children's ministry interns. Um, so thank you, Sarah, for offering our children's time today. Uh, for Melody, who has done, um, done the work with our confirmation class and especially with Alana. Um, thank you, Melody. We have um, our praise team who offers our music uh, for Randy Cook, who uh, shared with us a prelude uh, for Gary Brubaker, who puts everything so masterfully together for our music. Thank you. Um, and for those of you who have um, helped in our in-person service, for those who have been ushers and greeters, for our acolytes, um, we're so glad that you've been able to be a part of our worship service and, uh, and for your assistance. So uh, today we're starting a new series on joy, because you couldn't use more joy. Um, I don't know that there's very many people who are like, whoa, that's too much. Um, I mean, joy is something that we could always probably use a little bit more of. And so during this series, we're going to talk about what the Bible says about joy, how we find it, or sometimes how we create it, um, even if we're not feeling well, maybe all that joyful. So we're going to talk about joy complete, included, finding joy in the church, and wonder and awe. So today, joy complete. Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, um, on uh, a walk that I did recently on my way to a meeting downtown, I was listening um, to a podcast interview between comedians Mike Birbiglia and Conan O'Brien. Um, and this was recorded uh, where it must have been Conan's birthday because Mike Birbiglia started doing this little bit about birthdays. And he shared that over the past year, um, in pandemic times. Um, he posted about his birthday and he posted, I think, um, a picture of his birthday cake or him eating his birthday cake at home. Uh, and then he talked about how many comments that he had received and messages from people um, telling him how dangerous a, a time this was. And um, he said, you know, people would, would tell me, people are dying, we should not be celebrating right now. Um, how dare you celebrate your birthday when people are dying around the corner? And I'm sure that you have heard things like that too over the past year, maybe on the periphery, or maybe you, those things have been said to you directly or similar kinds of things. Maybe they're things that even you personally have said or even felt over the past year. I mean, it's certainly been a challenging time in all kinds of ways. I've uh, talked recently with a few folks, and I talked with someone recently who said that the pandemic had been a challenge for her family, um, and she wasn't sure if her family would ever gather again because, because of some hurtful things that had been said uh, to each other over the past year. Um, another person said that, her friends told her getting vaccinated was immoral and that because she'd been vaccinated and was continuing to maintain distance, she clearly wasn't faithful and therefore they couldn't be friends anymore. 
or another person who I talked to said that he was still so angry at people he knew because he thought that they'd behaved irresponsibly and he didn't know how to deal with his anger anymore. Now, these are only a sampling of conversations and probably some of the conversations you've had or wondered about or maybe are even directly a part of things that are happening to you. And of course, we can list more challenges that this pandemic has offered. And perhaps we don't know yet even what all those will be. If we did that for the rest of the sermon, it would be pretty uncomfortable. And not really joyful. And also, when we talk about joy, we're not talking about ignorance or ignoring or even being naive. We don't pretend that conflict or anger or, or even anything else that we might see as negative doesn't exist. Joy actually says we know those things exist. We know those things are real. And also, joy is there. So let's talk a little bit about what joy isn't. First, joy isn't the same as happiness. Now, happiness is something different. Happiness is, happiness is really temporary. You know those things that make you happy, and then when they're gone, you may not be happy anymore. Um, I'm happy to get an ice cream cone, but when the ice cream cone is gone, maybe I'm not happy anymore. Or I'm happy to take a nap, but when I wake up, maybe I'm not happy or I'm happy for a short time. But joy isn't temporary. Joy, joy is longer. And joy isn't giddiness. So sometimes we think that, oh, if you laugh all of the time, or if you always have that sunny outlook on life, then you must be joyful. Well, that's not necessarily true either. Joy isn't giddiness. Joy isn't naive. It doesn't ignore that there are things that happen in the world that are not full of merriment or happiness. Joy isn't immature. Joy is not at the expense of anyone else. And even joy really isn't, it's not celebratory. It's not, joy isn't necessarily a party. Um, these are all the things that joy isn't. So what is joy? Because joy is actually much deeper than all of these things. It's, it's more than all of those things. Joy is, is deep. It's, joy is wisdom. Joy says bad things happen and good things happen. Frederick Buechner has a quote that I share all of the time. Here is the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. Do not be afraid. That's joy, holding those things in tension together. So joy is wisdom. Joy is holy. It is, it is, it is part of God. It is holy. Joy is also resistance because it says that even the darkness may last for the night, the joy comes in the morning. Joy is always present. 
Joy is really a different way of viewing the universe because joy can embrace the fullness of the human experience. Joy recognizes the challenges of life and embraces them as a part of it all. And joy also looks at the fragility of life and says, enjoy what you have. That's what joy is. Now think about what brings you joy. Now, I've asked for pictures of what brings you joy, and please continue to send those in. And you'll see some of them as a part of our service um, today and also throughout the series. Um, And some of the pictures have been of things, of food, of nature, um, of cars, of homes. But the majority have been pictures of, of people or of pets. They've been pictures of parents, of siblings, of spouses, of friends, of dogs and cats, faithful companions. That's what the majority of the pictures have been of. Now, think about what brings you joy. And I'll invite you to share those in the comments below as well. What brings you joy? Now, I can say what brings you joy, but it also could be just as easy to say who brings you joy. Joy complete. That's what we're talking about today. So we've talked about what joy isn't and what joy is, but but what is joy complete? Because that's what our, our scripture passage says today. It offers joy in you and joy complete. In the passage that we have um, from, from John today, it reminds us, as many times scripture reminds us, that it's not about us. I mean, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about an individual. It's not about us as individuals, but, but us together. So it's not about, it's not about what always makes us happy or comfortable. It's about love. The scripture passage said, as the, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. Live in my love. And if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. You will live in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love, as I live in his love. I've said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is what Jesus offers his teaching. I've said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Great. Now, how do we do that? How do we find that complete joy? Well, Jesus just offered that in the beginning. Abide in love. Live in love. Keep my commandments. When Jesus was asked, what are the greatest commandments? He said, love God with your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. Live in my love. We find joy when we love God and we love one another. 
So that's super simple. We've got it all figured out, right? So the instructions that Jesus gives us are to love as he loved. Deeply and fully. Later in the passage, he'll talk about laying down your life for another. Following this example of Jesus. It is intimidating for sure. Because just as soon as I say, or as Jesus says, abide in my love, love one another. We can come up with that list of folks that we do love deeply and fully. And then pretty soon come creeping in will be those people that it's like, oh yeah. Are you thinking of that list right now? And how do we love our neighbor as we love ourselves? Abide in my love. Because we love God, we can't help but love God's people. And all are God's people. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves of that. Because we develop all kinds of ways of building up barriers between us and between God's people. We call one another names, or sometimes we even call people monsters, or, or create this personality or persona of who they are without actually naming who the person is. And when we do that, we strip away some of their humanity, and we forget that they're a child of God, created in the image of God, just as I am a child of God, created in the image of God, just as you are a child of God, created in the image of God. Love one another as I have loved you. Abide in my love. This is how I've called you to live, in love. And when you do that, I've said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. You felt the joy of being there for someone else or for someone being there for you, supporting one another, loving one another, abiding in God's love, in the example of Jesus Christ, that's joy complete. Maybe, may we be open to living and loving this way always so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Amen.